So they did their little they did their little initial test and uh uh that was uncomfortable because I was awake. And uh oh, oh. <laughs> ah they didn't put yeah. you to sleep. Not for the colonoscopy they did, but their initial test when they first look at you to see oh, hey just, what's going on, they just, just mm. back there. <laughs> ah <laughs> look at this big ah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ashford, man, and as always, got the big homie, KB, Mr. Kevin Brigance. How you doing, bro? What's up, baby? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sitting there. For y'all on uh, podcast land, you couldn't see that Kev was counting with his fingers how long he was going to hold that um yeah we're not gonna make that a, a habit <laughs> no we don't. I don't we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that yo we got jc man mr oh sorry hashtag dad swag uh podcast i was gonna say dad swag podcast but it's hashtag dad swag podcast how you doing bro raiders fan so if y'all don't like the raiders you can go you know somewhere else because it's raider nation over here except for kev Feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm probably like the Houston Oilers. Nah, yes. Guaranteed. 100% Houston Oilers fan. But, yeah. you know, we're transitioning over to Baltimore Ravens. You know, I got my boy Tylen Wallace. He just signed his deal. transitioning? Well, you know, I follow people. And so, it's, you know, about I, say, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time. But, you know, I didn't have anybody. I didn't have anybody else. So, you know, let's see. <laughs> you got the Raiders. Nah. Yep. I mean, you could be a Marshall Cowboys Lynch fan. We can fight. Ain't playing anymore. Anyways, it's JC, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm good, fellas. Going down. Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness, man! I got to deal with this one over here. He over here rubbing his hands, so he' about to be some trouble today. Um, we recording this uh, in the middle of the day, so I'm not tired. But that also means I got this good old Texas heat right on my face, uh, and so I'm hot. That's all. I, that's all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to complain hot. for a second. Hot, yeah. I'm hot, Daddy. <laughs> man, it's so hot. It just rained out of the middle of nowhere lately. I mean, if you anyway. don't like nothing about Cali, we do got you know some of the best weather. Like it don't matter. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the best weather, but then you got to live in Cali. Then you got to live. Oh, you couldn't pay. Here's the thing. You could not. There's no amount of money you could pay me to move back to LA or California at all. I mean, I just. I, I mean, I love it, but I don't. It's too many see, people. And I, I have family there, San Francisco Bay Area, you know. But yeah, I just yeah, didn't understand. Yeah. I just didn't understand the earthquakes. Like, why do I want to live somewhere that's going to constantly have earthquakes? Well, I mean, we, we talking about earthquakes, but we we talking about people's rent. <laughs> you know what I mean, you got a seven hundred fifty square foot studio apartment for for thirty five hundred dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not nice. I'm sorry. Yo, but no, but listen, listen, no, real talk. No, real talk. So um the homie Max Maxwell, he put out a video. I don't know if you know who Max Maxwell is, but he's really big in real estate, wholesale, and things like that. But he put out a video and he was like, yo, the next the five-year prediction that he has is you're gonna really start like COVID is really woken people up. Like your your job can't dictate where you live. Yeah. And so what you're going to start seeing are they you, they can't dictate where you live or what you do. So mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing people that, you know, were working 
the lower income jobs um, and they're going to start saying, yo, I'm going to just drive for Uber or Lyft and make four or five hundred dollars you know, a week and call it a day and I'm going to do whatever I want. And then there's going to be those that are uh, educated, more higher paying jobs where it's going to they're going to be living in San Francisco and New York and things like that. And they're going to tell their bosses like, yo, you know what? I don't want to live anymore. I'm moving to Kansas City, but I'm going to still work for you. Yep. And there's nothing you could do about it. And the job you is going to be like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You can't do that. And be like, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> so, yeah. And then even yeah. and even some of these smaller jobs, bro, McDonald's is hiring $15 an hour. So even mm-hmm. when you're looking at these other jobs, like, man. It, yeah. Yeah. Minimum yeah. wage is no more. <laughs> you ain't hiring nobody for minimum wage anymore, especially mm-hmm. in California. And, yeah. and also, I mean, like, so many people have moved out of California. I think they're on the verge if they have not yet uh, to losing an electoral vote because they don't have that oh. many people anymore. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I think uh, last year, like mm-hmm. eighty thousand or eighty three thousand people left California. Dang. So, yeah. So, welcome uh, to Texas. They all just come on. That's come what they on. did. We think Texas, Arizona, uh, Nevada. Bro. Yeah, my, the the homie man, he was down in uh Oceanside, and him and his wife lived down there, living good, enjoying it. And he was like, "Yo, I'm tired of this." Like, yeah. he's like, "My little two thousand square foot house is like yeah. one point three million dollars." He's like, "I'm about to sell this and move yeah. back to Dallas." And so he, him buy and my wife, I'm gonna buy five houses, <laughs> invest in properties, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man, man living one, yeah. right, right. But I, I think, man, the the. I don't even know if I don't. You said something though. You said it's the pay, man. But I don't even think it's just the pay. I don't think that's going to be the determining factor. I think if anything, people are realizing that uh, they already knew it, but now they're seeing it is that at the job they are dispendable, mm. uh, dispensable, whatever the word is. Yeah. Um, expendable. Yeah. There you go. Expendable, and they're not going to sit there and, and just take any job. My wife works in the um, the hotel industry. Yeah. And so what we're seeing is travel is back. Everybody's wide open, but housekeepers aren't coming back because mm-hmm. they're like, yo, I'm not going to work this job for $10 an hour. And so they can't fill those. They can't fill <laughs> those jobs. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I think you're going to start seeing that a lot of places, man. And um, there's a it, man, the 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 result of what's going to happen is going to be it's going to be really interesting, man. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. I think um, I was on a call last night with uh, Ian Dunlap, master investor. Like if you invest in stocks or anything, you need to follow him because he's got the crystal ball. He's giving you the blueprint at at all times. But he was putting on us the game about this um, report that was written in like the 1960s. And it almost Nostradamus predicted exactly what years we were going to have recessions, which years we were going to have high highs. Um, it predicted 2021. Uh, 2020, 2021, that was going to drop. This was in 1960. And yeah. so they're saying the next drop is um, is going to come in 2023. And so it's like, okay, what can happen in 2023? You got the year before an election. You got inflation. Um, you got student loans. And then he also, man, and it, you got the, our, our income isn't increasing as a country, but yeah. our debt is just like vastly oh, increasing. Crazy, bro. And they said, like, yo, like, that's not a problem. That's only a problem if you don't care about the dollar anymore. Yeah. Well, now what do you got? You got Bitcoin. You got Ethereum. You got all- 
Bruh, it's like cryptocurrency. <laughs> this ain't like this ain't even a podcast. Bro. This is awesome, but I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's yeah. crazy rabbit hole. Um, yeah. What was we gonna talk about today? I know. No, here's how this is how JC ended up on the podcast, man. One, we wanted to get you anyways because you're dope. Um, you have an amazing story. I want to get to that in a little bit, but um, we were talking, we posted something, man. When we had uh Dr. Uh uh Robert yeah, yeah, I was about to say Dr. Rob, but yeah. that just didn't sound right to me. We had Dr. Rob. Um, we had him on here and, and he was talking about, you know, fitness and blase blase and things like that. And then JC was like, you was in the comments and um, you were talking about how you had a health scare. Yeah, I guess. Would you, would you say you had a, a colonoscopy at 30? A colonoscopy, man, at 30. Mm. Yeah, what, did, was that on your own choice or like? I actually put it off for a long time, man. Um, and then even though it's not a, uh, in the fitness industry, they call it sign of symptoms. But, uh, you know, it's not a one degree relative. My uncle actually passed from colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So when when my body started acting funny and things started happening, I was like, okay, let me change my diet and see what's going on. You know that that that's that's first and foremost. Um, and and I'll I'll talk about the diet later because, like I said, I had got hurt. So depression made my diet go out of. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean, I ballooned up. Um, but uh, you blo- ballooned up to what? What you at right now? What you, what were you doing? I'm at two oh nine right now. Mm. Uh, I was well, at, where two, at two. 236. Wow. How tall are you? I'm 5'10. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never <laughs> been that big. I didn't know life. how. I don't know how to say that. No, it's no, it's real. Um, and no, it's true. Yeah. And it took and me going to the in park. In the same boat with you, bro. Yeah, it took me going to the park <laughs> yeah, with my five and being like, whew, I can't, I can't do this. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that that's just where the mental health and mm-hmm. understanding who you are and what you want to be and what you can become versus where you're at in life right now, you know? Um, but yeah, my diet was all bad. So I was like, okay, let me change the diet around. So I changed the diet around a little bit. I was still having some complications. I went and, uh, I seen, I seen, a uh, 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 Oncologist on oncologist, yeah, and they're like, yeah, we we want to see you again. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> yeah, we, we want to see Run you. Back. <laughs> yeah, um, so they did their little they the little initial test, and uh, uh, that was uncomfortable because I was awake. And uh, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, they didn't put yeah. you to sleep. Not for the colonoscopy, they did, but their initial test when they first look at you to see oh, hey just, what's going on they just, just mm. back there <laughs> ah <laughs> look at this ah. big uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> look at this big old super bowl ring <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay i'm done i'm not doing it i'm not going hey and, and you know what because of that because of that I guess we want to call it toxic masculinity where we're yeah. taking care of ourselves, but because we got a man's finger back there, yeah. you know, we're like, Oh no, man, I'm too, you know, and that was me. Like, you know, that was me until, uh, one day vessels started coming out mm. and I was like, <laughs> what, is yeah. going on? Like, what is that? And so, um, then I started replaying, like, you know, your uncle, your uncle passed away. And, you know, this is before I was Hold on, real quick, though, real quick, though, because this, this, this is important. Mm-hmm. Like, did you get the colonoscopy before or after you did the bid? Like, when oh, you this was after. Jail? 
This is after. This is after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. This is this was last. This was last month. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was I was recently in in this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So keep going. Um, Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> and, uh, you saw vessels coming out. <laughs> and you and and you, you got a point. You know, with the with the bid, I have an extra amount of male masculine toxic toxicity or whatever because yeah, yeah. you know i was like i, I ain't let nobody run up in me and you know what i'm saying like so so for me you know it was definitely an ego thing let's just call it what it is ego yeah. um and i don't even want to confuse ego with pride like it was yeah. ego mm-hmm. like you're not yeah. doing it um but then as a father, you got to realize you're living for more than just you now. Mm. As a husband, especially, right. you know what I mean? You're living for more than just you now. I always tell people my wife comes first and then my kids come first because my wife is who I'm building the foundation with. My mm. kids are who I'm building it for. You know what I mean? So um, for me, my wife was like, I need you to go get checked. Yeah. And that was that was it where I was just like, all right, I'll go to check. So um, I went and got checked. He stuck that big old Super Bowl ring in there. And he was like, yeah, I want to see you again. We're going to schedule a, um, a consultation, et cetera, et cetera. Bruh. Came out and said, uh, you need to get a colonoscopy. Um, you got some things going on that I can't see this way. So that's mm. kind of when they schedule it. Like, we need to see what's going on. Um, and so I did have uh, a, a, a cancerous polyp, um, a precancerous polyp. I'm sorry, not cancerous. A precancerous polyp. Um, I had two of them. And so they removed them. Now I got a clean bill of health. I'm, I'm hey. good to go. Yeah, man. Man, I gotta do the Terry. <laughs> but see, the thing, the thing I wanna, I wanna make sure people understand is that I'm 30 years old. I'm, oh my goodness, I'm 33 years old. I'm 33 years old. Yeah, I'm 33 years old. Um, yeah. but, but you know, they say that there's a, a time, you know, oh, mm-hmm. in your 40s. Like, look, man, if if you feel like something is wrong with you. Yes. Listen to your body and don't take that risk, man. Like, mm-hmm. go do it. Go do it because you never know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. with the pandemic, we didn't know the pandemic was going to hit. We didn't know all our lives are going to change. Your life can change from a decision or an indecision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, if you feel, especially when it comes to your health, yeah, it, absolutely, fast. And, yeah. you know, if you feel like you are, questioning something going on in your body I, man please please go get checked please man. go get checked that's my I, that's my I'm, I'm, you had a colonoscopy no you know you 40 yet. i turned 40 this year we're scheduling it we're ready we're ready for this because like and, and i've been hearing it all my life like you know african-american males are you know the number one highest as far as colon cancer cancer so we have to get checked out Mm-hmm. Um, uh, JC, I love what you said, like, listen to your body. I don't think we oftentimes listen to our bodies, even, um, we, you know, we're always talking about health on here and that's on purpose podcast. We're always talking about how can we be healthy as dads? How can we be healthy as men? Um, and that's one of the things that I also have been learning how to do is listen to my body. You know, um, one of the things that I've had the, when I started my, um, 
um, my weight loss journey was listening to my body for water and not food. Does that make yep, sense? Yep. So because we are always, confusing. yeah, your body starts confusing mm-hmm. your your water signal for food signal because you mm-hmm. never give your body water. And yep. so I think sometimes even if someone's like, how do I listen to my body? Like, <laughs> um, like sometimes we have to reset. Like you have yeah. to really completely reset. So whatever your use or whatever your norm is of doing kind of take an evaluation of how you feel now yep. and start making adjustments, fellas. Like, bro, you know you're not supposed to be drinking all that soda water. You know you're not supposed to be drinking all that liquor. Like, yeah, seriously, yeah. we just, yeah, we're just being I'm, honest. I'm laughing because you sound really old saying soda water. Soda water. <laughs> <laughs> that pop. That pop. That soda pop. Reach in and give me a cola. That fizzy drink. Right. <laughs> but I think we, we do have to start slowing down. Like, bro, like one of the things I was thinking about today, um, this morning, me and my wife, and we got Kendall to go walk in this morning. And one of the things that I like for me, what made me get back was, man, when I'm on the floor and it takes me a long time to get off the floor, my body hurts, my joints hurt. I'm listening to my body and my body's telling me to do some more work. Like you need yeah. to be moving. Like you can't be you know, just sedentary. You need to move yeah. around so your body can feel better. So I really do think that as fathers, as dads, as men, your body is telling you something. And we so much ignore those symptoms. We so much ignore because we don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so we need to start listening to our bodies and we need to start going to the doctor. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's just not paying attention to it because we don't want to go to the doctor. I think it goes back to some of that. I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if it's pride or I don't know if it's just, um, you know, not paying attention because you, you kind of say like your body tells you you need water. Like my day every day is like I wake up, I get the girls dressed. I take them to daycare. <clears throat> I get to the office at like 740 in the morning. I have a cup of coffee black. I'm working and then I have another cup of coffee black. And then I won't have anything else to drink until I go home at like 10 30 or 11 o'clock a.m. a.m. because that's how my work day goes so mm-hmm. y'all don't be trying to get my hours mm-hmm. but um but like yeah so like from 7 30 to 11 in the afternoon only thing i have in my body is two oh. cups of coffee and what i noticed is that like i started i my body's like telling me like yo like you need something else and the days that i do put water into my body I usually stay at the office a lot longer because I don't get hungry as fast or and my my uh, my attention span is more dialed in. So, yeah, I think, man, like I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's it's pride or just not paying attention just because we are who we are. Or I mean, that's probably a cop out, an excuse. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. We don't we don't we're we're not taught to like there's a lot of things that y'all know me. I, I work with students. That's my student development is my thing. We're not taught to care about our bodies or to really understand our bodies, right? We're taught to yeah. hold your pee, hold your poop, mm-hmm. go to the restroom before you leave the house. You know what I mean? Like we're don't taught go to the doctor until you're 40. Who tells you that? Right. I mean, you better go to the restroom before you yeah. leave this house. Listen, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you're the parent. And so you're, you're parenting and you're teaching and you're, you're, you're telling your mom and dad it's dinner time. You're not hungry, right? Yeah. You're telling them you're not hungry, but they're like, eat. Eat because yep. this is a dinner and it's time to eat. So I think a lot of it is 
you know, also something that we can do as parents is helping our kids understand their signs, their signals, understanding their bodies, understanding signals of their bodies. Um, because I, I mean, y'all, come on, y'all. We just talked about this last week, but I got a 13, you know, I got a 12 year old going on 13. And my mindset is not just thinking about food, but also listening to the sexual, the, you know, all of those things that are going on. Yeah, you shaking, you looking like that, Josh. But well, no, because you were, we talk about food and water, and then you said listening to the sexual, and that's just not what I was expecting <laughs> to come out of your mouth. No. I'm sorry, but I'm just, <laughs> but because I'm thinking about when we listen to Everything, our bodies, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 no, no, I, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. That's just not what I was prepared <laughs> yeah. to come out your mouth. I was like, but you know, where's another, going with this? another situation is that, yeah, we, we're not taught and we're not we're not uh, brought up to understand our bodies but you also look mm-hmm. at the media the media tells us if you're 40 and over if you're th- they don't say hey <laughs> if you listen to your body please go and get checked mm-hmm. it's if you're at a certain age go and do this so then in our mind and we've been listening to these old commercials since you know we were kids you know what i mean mm-hmm. they throw it into our our cartoon network or you know the power rangers or whatever we're listening mm-hmm. to our parents they know our parents yeah. are somewhere in the background right so yeah. you're looking at this and they're like hey yeah you know this this erectile dysfunction in your your bladder this mm-hmm. you know and at, this, <laughs> at this age at this age at this age and so when you're when you're a kid and you're brought up by the time you're that age you're like okay now i need to go yeah but now mm-hmm. it's too late mm-hmm. potentially yeah now it's like, okay. hey, it, the commercials and the media, the way that it's being um, fed to us, it needs to change. The the language needs to change because yeah. they need to encourage, um, you know, self awareness. Like, yeah, if you got something going on with your body, that's what these people are getting paid millions and thousands and hundreds of dollars for to help you figure out what is going on with your body. So yeah. if you want us to trust the science, we got to trust the facts though. at the same time. Check this out, though. When we had Doc on, Dr. Rob, we even brought up the fact that the job of a doctor is to prescribe you something. Mm. So they the, the media is probably telling you at 40, chances are you're probably going to have something, so go ahead and get checked out. They're not saying, yo, black man, uh, we know that you have a history of this. This is what you need to watch out for. This is when you need to get checked. It's okay to get checked. And by the way, that Super Bowl ring don't make you less of a man that they <laughs> shove in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I say that in, in jest. I say that in jest, but that's the truth. This is just like, yo, like it's that's not taught to us. That's not instilled in us. That's we we we're taught to uh the only emotion we can show is anger. You know what I'm saying? We can't really care about ourselves, but I think our generation and the generation after us are really starting to switch that. Um yeah. and, and so it is becoming quote unquote okay for us to listen to our body and, and not listen to the things that we were brought up with in, in the media and telling us, yo, wait until you 40, wait until you 50. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we have our own network. I mean, we have BT and we have, yeah. oh, you know, um, I don't watch BT and, mean, like, and all they play. Is <laughs> yeah. I mean, see, I stopped watching. I, I, baby boy. Yeah. I stopped, I stopped watching BT a long time ago when, uh, 106 and Park. Freestyle Friday, basement, big ticket, you know what I mean? BT start. I knew that. I knew that watching BT. If I was, uh, if Jamie Fox was on, by the time I was getting ready for school, I was in trouble. And if the second episode for Jamie Fox was on, then you know what? Oh, yeah, you hit. 
you get yeah. tagged. You get tagged. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we have those platforms now, and especially with social media, I just think that it needs to be um, emphasized mm-hmm. a lot more than it is. Even though we are in a generation now where people are are saying it's okay to listen to your body, and you know, it's becoming um, more normal. It needs to be more normal than yeah. that. You know what I mean? More normal than normal. Needs to yeah. yeah. And, it, and as fathers, I believe it starts in the home. Like, I'll yeah. actually tell my kids, like, look, I was 30 when I got my first colonoscopy. Maybe I didn't go again until I was 50 to get checked or whatever. You know what I mean? But I was but you went 33. Yeah. 33. My bad. 33. I was 33 <laughs> when I got. Bro, you've been saying 30 for the last. Man, hey, no, man. man, it's that 30. It's once you hit look, 30, bro, you're not counting until you hit 35. And then once you hit 35, you ain't counting until you hit 40, bro. I understand. I, I, I'm now with you, JC. Man, but look, I, you know, the pandemic, you know, see what happened was the pandemic happened, right? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I just lost all track of time. Your brain is fogged up. Your brain is fogged up. I can't listen to nothing else once you say see what happened. <laughs> hey, you know what? Blame Will Smith for that. Blame Will Smith. That's my dog. And then, like, when he started doing that, like, that, my wife hates when I talk like that. She, she, like, yeah, you are. Yeah, if you had something you wanted to say, man, I saw it on your face, and I don't know if man. you remember what your thought was. I I I, I kind of lost that thought, but I'm just. Ex- <laughs> I did, but um, the beautiful thing for me is that. Um, you said toxic masculinity. Like we have to really, because I'm I'm starting to see a trend in the uh, uh, episodes that we've done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, we have to have to have to break the toxic the toxic ideas that we have about masculinity. Um, the ideas of w- what it means for us to be men. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, the ideas, um, just because even I'm thinking about just. Not only you having to think about that, but then also some other things we talked about before we started the podcast as far as masculinity. And so to me, that weighs a lot of pressure. And I don't think I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think that the idea of masculinity sometimes could be a heavy weight Mm. on us carrying, Mm. trying to be a man that we're not trying to be ourselves. We're just trying to be the idea of a man that everybody else wants us to be. You know what I mean? But that's again, we've been conditioned that way. It's the same thing as conditioning. You know, um, one of my... Is that that just in our community, though? Because we're going to have a homie on from Canada in, I don't know, whenever, but... um, It It feels like it, though. Like, I I don't hear very many white... Like, I mean, you know, you look at all the dad pages, you know, and a lot of uh, our black dad black father pages talk about toxic masculinity and fatherless homes and this and changing the narrative. I see a lot of uh, other race dad pages that are posting memes. And and, the, and again, I, I got a lot of, you know, friends and that are, that are fathers, but I, yeah. against their pages, it's just that. It's a different story. It's we, a different narrative. We are shoving this narrative. You know what I mean? Like it, because I mean, it's a true narrative, but we are, we have to hyper-focus on this because we're not starting on the meme pages. We're not starting where, you know, hey, um, you know, our kids are uh, 67% fatherless. That's almost 70. That's almost 70%. Uh, was it uh, 19.5 million kids fatherless and 67% are black? Like, and that, like, that's, that's 70%. You round it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Basic math, round it up. That's 70% fatherless for yeah. whatever reason. Right. And I think 
we have a stronger narrative when it comes yeah. to fatherless homes that we need to address. And I think I, I think it's not even just the narrative. I think the narrative has changed. I think the narrative can be different. I think what I've seen during the pandemic is that more of the men who are present, who are involved, who can break the chains of toxic masculinity have been mm. stepping up into the space to own that space, to try to change that narrative. Um, and I think that we... I think it's been so long we've been in this narrative, have been given this narrative and lived through this narrative that now we have a new generation of men who are saying, hey, that was the narrative, but I am present. That was the narrative, but I am involved. That was the narrative. And we still have to do some work um, on the home front. Like, I think the most important thing out of the interview so far for me that stands out was your wife saying, hey, baby, go get checked out. Yeah. You know, having yeah. that partner to support yeah. you. And so we've pulled the we've pulled the idea of having those partners and we've been so much in this narrative of being separate and not built up together that, man, we have to continue to speak positivity as Absolutely. far as men, as Absolutely. far as Black men, as far as Black <laughs> fatherhood. So I think that um, we need to continue to push that narrative away and keep showing up as yeah. we have been doing that and, and not thinking, taking that, we can't just say it. We got to actually change it. So when we do go, you yeah. know, those thoughts aren't like when you walk into the yeah. doctor's office, the first thing you're thinking about is, man, he going to try yeah. to touch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But, but no, I, I, I think, bro, we can't even like, I don't even think we need to address it. Like that, that sounds bad, but it's just like, why even talk about when I think about yeah. the, the fatherhood pages of us that are like booming. They don't even really talk. So you think about Terry. Terry just hit 10,000 uh, followers. And all Terry do is shimmy with his kids and talk about his weight loss journey. Um, you got uh, another dad out there. I can't remember his name, but uh, he's a motivational speaker. Um, his son has Down syndrome. Um, and uh, he had cancer as well. Huh? Kenny Clutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny Clutch. Yeah, yeah. And so Kenny... Uh, all Kenny do is dance with his kid. Like, all day long. And, he, and we don't... It's like us bringing up the narrative, and it, 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 bro. I heard the same thing last night on. Um, I was listening to Market Mondays, Earn Your Leisure, um, on Monday nights, and there was they had some drama and whatever. And and so, long story short, they were talking about like, yo, like it's not the other uh, communities, the other men that are bringing us down. It's us oh, talking so. about each other. And I'm like, yo, like us as fathers, as black fathers, we're the ones that keep pushing this narrative. Like you look about it in the media, like it's really not there. Yeah, it, it, it's us pushing it, like saying, like, "Yo, y'all keep talking about it," and I'm just like, "Yo, are we doing it wrong?" Yeah, mm. it's like we keep saying, "Change the narrative, okay? Change the narrative, change the narrative." When is the narrative changed where we can say, "Continue the narrative," or you know what I mean? When do we? When do we start? It's like it's like a wife and a husband just bringing up old, bring the old. <laughs> <laughs> Like smoke you, I gotta bring a lot of Like it's just like okay, okay. We we've been down this road before, so now that we've put action into place, now that we've continued to say change the narrative, it was great to bring the awareness. But now that the awareness is here, yeah. you go on, you you Google fatherhood or not Google, but you you go on Instagram and and put in hashtag fatherhood. Yeah, I guarantee you, ten black pages, ten black dad pages is gonna pop up. Right, well, good good pages. Yeah, and so. Not on, not on the high ones though. Not on the all time ones. So we got to get up there. Yeah, but we, I mean, we, we, move, we on the recent. We, we moving up there though. I mean, at least, at least it's starting. You know what I mean? But I mean, if you, if you. 
put that in, you're going to see pages. But a, a lot of them talking about narrative this, narrative yeah. that. Like, okay, yeah. if you're changing the narrative and you're you're saying that you are now the new narrative, why are we changing the narrative? Like, yeah. I am the narrative. Like, you know what I mean? I think, like, when, when are we going to start saying that I'm the narrative? And, yeah. and, be, and be that's good. An example. That's good. That's, I that's am the narrative. Right there. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> no, so Loki, before you even said that, I was thinking about that in my head. Like, yo, it should be like, I am the narrative. Yeah. Uh, like, like no cap, but like that's what I was thinking about. And then you said it, and I'm just like, hmm. Confirmation. Mm-hmm. Confirmation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I, I love man, it. I, don't I love know. it. That's and we dope. but and we gotta be the narrative. We we have to stop allowing people to tell our story and we have to interject and change the story. But we got to because it goes back to knowing ourselves. If we don't change the narrative and tell our story, then how will we be able to know? That was the next thing that popped in my mind. It's like, okay, we talked about, you know, having to go to the doctor. We talked about, you know, having to know ourselves and who we are and and changing our narratives or living in our narratives. But even just knowing the history, like, yeah, I think. I think our narrative will change the more we understand the history of, of why our narrative is the way it is, if that makes sense. We um, don't have that much time. We don't have that much time. No. But yeah. to me, even the basic understanding of how we got to, to this point, does that make sense? And really knowing our history of how we got to this point, but also relating back to my boy JC and knowing like, hey, my uncle had cancer. My uncle, yeah. like, it's hard for me yeah. to know my narrative if I don't know my history. It's hard yeah. for me. Or even we're talking about the fatherless sons and the fatherless daughters. They're creating a narrative that they don't, we don't have to recreate the wheel. Yep. You know, so so we got right. to be able to. I mean, that travels okay. into like generational curses and, you know, things. things. Like, and, and you know what? That word, I used to love that word. I used to love that saying because it meant so much, but it's been oversaturated. Like people don't even understand the narrative of where generational curses. And that's only for me, like I said, I identify Christian. So for me, it comes from when God says, this is going to carry you from generation to generation. Like that's when the first generational curse in my opinion happened. It's like, Oh, you did this. Okay. They're going to pay for it for this generation and this This generation, this generation. And then that just, came to fruition the generation generation. that's what they did man people make buzzwords like they make it yeah i mean it's it's a cool hashtag (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) and and unfortunately that's what we become is a a generation of hashtags if i can make the boldest statement with a hashtag then i become your explore page and i'm on your explore page you're gonna find me and i'm gonna come up with the dumbest hashtag podcast called (laughs) hashtag dad swag so it wasn't supposed to be hashtag. That's that is the hashtag for real. But, uh-huh. but the way it came up with is I did try to make it a hashtag, but I'm not computer literate. So when I put in my website and I said I wanted to make it www ampersand that swag, they said, Oh, you can't use a symbol. So I was like, okay, well, how can I make this stick? And so I, I just used the word the word hashtag that swag. So yeah. But yeah, and and I'm I'm not saying that I'm I'm uh innocent of it like i'm, I'm guilty of it too. <laughs> you know? yeah. and that comes with marketing and branding and understanding yeah. Yeah. you know the times that we live in but i'm not i'm not doing it for monetary gain i'm not trying to exploit my kids or i'm yeah. not you know what i mean i'm not i'm not doing that for me this was my journey you know yeah. my kids are a part of my journey but this was me yeah. saying, 
I'm not the best father that I can be. I'm not the best husband that I can be. And I have more questions than I have answers. So if you listen to my podcast, yeah, I'm giving facts. Yeah, I'm giving you know information. I'm giving stats because I think that's important. We can't change the narrative unless we understand the narrative. That's what I that's what I say all the time. Yeah, but iron sharpens iron, right? That is that is my creed. <laughs> that is that is what I live by. One day you're the sword and I'm the spinning wheel. The next day, vice versa. I need you just like you need me, but it's what I take from you that builds me. You know what yeah. I mean? So if you can add value to me and I can add value to you, then iron sharpens yeah. iron. <clears throat> and at this point, that's the narrative we have to yeah. really feed into because there's so much of, you know, this page versus this page and this and this mm-hmm. and this. Even and, and and it's funny because I see a lot of pages that are like lightweight passive aggressive towards each other. But I think I think the beautiful and I think the beautiful thing uh in 2021 is now we're getting the representation. We didn't yep. have the representation. Now we have the opportunity to have the representation of good fathers, good black fathers, good strong yep. black men. And um I think it's only gonna get better from here. Yeah. Like really, it should only get better from here. And but as I long think- as it's done with the right heart, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you see a lot of these pages, you know, become monetized and yeah. you know, they're marketing and they're 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 blowing up. Like one of my one of my well, Rob for one, um, but I love the Tilleries. Like mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So look, <laughs> um, him and I had a had a deep conversation, you know, um, and we kind of have similar history. I won't put his I won't put his information out there, but he already did. Know, he was on the that's show. A, that's all right. Okay. We already had him on the show. Okay, so, so, you know, so you know his his background and where he came from and look at what he's become now. That is power to me. That is that is beautiful. And now he's continuing to change lives. His kids are monetized. People see that and they're like, Oh yeah, I, I can do that. I got cute kids. I got this. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you trying to you trying to make money off your kids. Smile, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's take a picture. I don't want to take I don't like that one. I don't like that one. <laughs> you ain't do this right. Like, no, nah, like his family look genuinely happy. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you can tell you can tell that the smile is is a forced smile. Yeah. You know, his family, yeah. his wife, his kids, like genuinely. Yeah, yeah, like they they are genuinely in love with this man. That yeah. means, you know. That means he's doing the right things as a man. And I I, I always reach out to him because I, I got so much, I got a mess respect and love for him. Hmm. Along hmm. with the other, along with the other fathers too that that I that I have. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> we, got, we got like 15 listeners. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like when I see a, a page, I, I'm I'm immediately supporting because yeah. I want to I want to support you. I don't want to just yeah. I don't want to get on your show just to get on your show. Like I didn't ask to be here. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to, I wanted to um, be a part of what you had going on. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't comment on your page because, Oh, I want you to, to notice yeah. me. Like, no, I, I am invested in what you're saying right now, especially because you had Rob on that. That was now our, that's our, that's our uh, yeah. eight degrees of separation. Yeah. Right? We're now, okay. I, I rock with Rob. You guys rock with Rob. I'm going to listen to what he's saying. All these guys are dope. I love what they're saying. Now I go through the pages, like, 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 like. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and then, it, then it's a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's more than a like; it's engagement. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I'd rather you leave a comment and and then you and I have a conversation, you know, in the chat or exchange mm-hmm. numbers or whatever, yeah. rather than have a thousand comments that mean nothing to me. Right. I don't care about the hearts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know. 
I want to know about that heart. Listen, gay. I want to know about that heart. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's when iron really sharpens the iron. It doesn't sharpen the iron in the comment. And I tell everybody all the time, reach out to me. Like, reach out to me. You want to reach out to me? I'm always going to answer back. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. There's nobody manning my page. You know what I mean? Uh, There's no. I don't, I, don't, I don't answer everything. <laughs> some, people, some people be jumping stupid, and I got time for oh, that. Oh, you don't. I'm going to answer it. Yeah. Like, no, no, thank yeah. you. I've been, been trying to say something for a minute. Yeah, but J- JC don't know, but Kev Kev got a look when he been trying to when he be trying to say something. No, he been trying I mean, to say something for a minute. <laughs> Kev be like, when Kev starts saying yeah like four times in a row, yeah, that's when he like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I really think that's dope, bro, man. <laughs> That's just, that's just no. how it goes. That's just how I know. I'm like, oh, Kev got something to say. Let me go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but I think I think it's all good, man. Just changing the narrative, uh, changing the idea of what we how we see ourselves as dads, uh, making sure that we're knowing who we are individually, knowing who we are spiritually, knowing our go. history. And even if you don't know your dad's history, knowing your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, you know, just knowing something about yourself, but not... I think we went from just knowing about medical to like even just changing the narrative as who we are as dads, who we are as black males and what we have to offer. I think um, and I think that's the most beautiful thing that I've noticed um, over the year over, over this pandemic is that we have so much more to offer and we have yeah. so much more to give. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many dads out there. I know you guys are listening. All the dads, you want to get in. You want to be better. You want to do better for your for your family and for your kids. And um, now is the time to really make connections. Now is the time to make better relationships with your family, make better relationships. Man, and I'm saying this, and I'm almost preaching to myself right now because I was telling uh, Josh, like, two, like what, two weeks ago, one week ago, I hadn't really been on uh, social media a whole lot, but I've been intentionally like spending time with my wife. I've been intentionally Mm. spending time with my daughter because I can make a relationship with everybody on social media, Mm. but that doesn't matter if I'm not making the right relationships with my family. That doesn't matter if my kid is not happy with me or not satisfied with her life. It doesn't matter if my wife ain't happy. You know what I mean? And so making those meaningful relationships. And I think when we make those meaningful relationships within our family and we starting to see like, man, she's supporting him to be healthy or, you know, he's supporting her to be healthy. Um, we just had this same conversation in our house. I was talking to my wife um, yesterday and I was just like, look, I'm turning 40. You're two years behind me. We can no longer be like, you know, we're not going to work out. We can no longer be like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to our <laughs> doctor's appointments. Like I have to support her and push her and she's supporting and pushing me yeah. on the same aspect because Somebody got to be around when Kendall gets married. Somebody got to be around yeah, when she has. But you got to, you got to, you got to cook good food, both. man. You out here cooking nasty bell peppers uh, with me. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, come on. Hey, but th- why, that's me trying to be healthier and be better, hey, bro. Because yeah. you know we could we could go out to eat, but we know going out to eat is worse than trying to cook at home. Not true. So. It just depends. But Ooh. I feel you on that one. Yo, we got to get out of here, man. Um. My daughter's in there making noise, so that means I need to take her to the park. Um, that's why I keep looking over there. I'm like, yo, she <laughs> they they at, they at the back door, and I'm like, what, what y'all doing? But um, let's go, daddy. Let's yo, go. 
right? Let's shut it down. Anyway, JC, <laughs> man, you got final thoughts out there for the dads, man, um, that are, you, you said something um, earlier about, you know, w- struggling with our identity um, and things like that. This was before the podcast came on where we were talking about, um, you know, how you struggle with your identity before you did a bid. And then, you know, you weren't working. Um, and then, you know, your, your son was born with uh down syndrome. Like, so you just had a lot of struggles and things like that. But like, I'm just, just asking for a word of encouragement for the church today. What, uh, what, what do you have the, for the brothers out there and the sisters? I think it's, uh, same thing that I've been echoing for a while now. And it's just be intentional. Um, I think, uh, right now, we need to be more intentional with everything more than ever, you know, with everything going on in the times, whether it be, you know, your, your, your health, your, your child's wellness, your, your wife's wellness. If you're going to date your wife, date your wife intentionally. If you're going to be a father, be a father intentionally. You know, mm-hmm. um, when, when my son, when I found out my son had cancer, uh, I was, like I said, I was locked up. Right. So um, I had to, I had to figure out how to be a father even though I wasn't physically a father, I wasn't a present father. Um, But I knew that when I got home, I was intentionally going to be there every single day that he woke up and never miss another day of his life. That's, that's out. I'm not doing that anymore. So now everything that I do in my fatherhood journey, including my marriage, marriage comes with my fatherhood journey. It's intentional. Um, And so, um, you know, wake up every day, and decide on intentionality. Like, just make sure that, hey, yesterday I didn't take him to the park like I said I was going to take him to, or, you know, we didn't. So I'm going to make sure get him fed, whatever your routine in the day is, and we go into the park. You know, we, we're we going to yeah. invest in that time. Make sure that you're investing intentionally. KB, what you got, man? Bro. What you riding over there? Bro, man, you know, so you talk about me always not being on point with my notes, and I'm just drifting. I didn't, off. I've I never gotta, said anything gotta, with your notes. I gotta, I gotta, I, gotta, I mean, with my conversation, you know, I'll be drifting off. So if I write, oh. yeah, he did, he did, he did get at us about that. Did he did, he, did, he, did, he, did, he, did. he did. Listen, listen here listen. to my dad on purpose yeah. podcast listeners. Listen, before we got on here, he said, you know, when y'all get on here, I gotta stay on the straight lane. Y'all be getting on here and be going left, <laughs> be going right. So that's I got what I said. Paper. That's not what I said. JC, I said, I said. No, 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 because don't don't be coming, don't cry. If you're coming for me, come. I said, finish your thought. That's what I said. I said, finish your thought. So don't come. No, but I I do, I do, I do do better when I write notes, and I do do better. So I've been trying to take that into play when we do these things. Um, But um, my brother JC um, is right in my vein about intentionality. Be intentional. If you're being intentional about fatherhood, that means you're being intentional about your health. That means mm. you're being intentional about your finances. That means they're being mm. intentional about all of those things. It's not just about fatherhood. Fatherhood is just a small piece of that pie. You still have a whole man that you are, and then you still have a whole spouse or a whole co-parent that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So definitely be intentional um, with yourselves and with your kids and with your spouse. Um, and come holler at us for Sundays, baby. <laughs> you know, if you need somewhere to be, you hey. need some help, some support. Listen, first Sundays, we're always there for you guys. So make sure you go uh, check us out um, and get connected. But always be intentional about what you're doing. 
I like what you said, Kev, because you said something about like, yo, if you are, if you're intentional about fatherhood, that's going to translate in so many other things, man. And one of my devotionals the other day, uh, I don't know the scripture. I'm Kev, you probably don't know it, Mr. Pastor. And I don't even know how, how the whole scripture talks about, but it's talking about, you know, hiding the Lord's word in your heart. And, and that's just not what that means is that God's word affects everything that you do. It affects your mm-hmm. thoughts. It affects the way you treat people. It affects everything. And so it's kind of the same thing, not the I same thing, but you get what I'm saying with <laughs> fatherhood. Like if you're being intentional about fatherhood, like, bro, that is going to go here. That's going here. And that's going here, man. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we all need to get, man, just to be intentional about fatherhood. Um, and y'all also need to be intentional about running up these likes and comments Let's go, and views. Baby! Um, on the podcast because yes, uh you know what i'm saying we we ain't we ain't there yet but we're gonna get there and that's okay so yeah everybody out there in youtube land podcast land man run it up share this podcast with three people one two three take care be blessed we'll see y'all next week we love you Peace.